Welcome to Business Matters, episode number four. We want to welcome the audience from the Wind Technology Studio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Thank you to our Paragon sponsor, Royal Credit Union. And we are going to get into introductions. I'm going to introduce Kim Pomeroy. She is from Indigo Waters Holistic Therapies and Retreats. Uh, that's a lot. Uh, so I am Phil Swiler with the Eau Claire Chamber of Commerce. And Kim, let's... Let's hear a little bit about you here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really excited about this opportunity. Um, I'm Kim, and I'm the Divine Creator CEO of Indigo Waters Holistic Therapies and Retreats. And I opened this business in the midst of COVID in late 2020. Wow, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And um, it, it was birthed out of a passion that I never saw coming a hundred miles away. Do you mind if I share a little bit about you here? Sure. Um, I really like the way this is written. It's Kim's mission to help others learn about their divine gifts and achieve their soul purpose. Energy centers are the energetic qualities of vital force energy that exist within every soul. The soul energy centers are most important of our divine soul blueprint. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, Kim is a first energy center soul, divine compassion, known for being the energy center of compassion, community, nurture, and nature. And I read that, so I apologize to the audience, but um, it's some it's some really neat, you know, soulful words. And you know what? She uh, does a lot of things. So I'm going to read this off real quick, and then I want to, I have a question for you. Reiki master teacher, medical Reiki master, soul realignment practitioner, advanced crystal therapist, another thing I'm interested in, hopefully the audience as well, vibrational sound therapist, and an ordained minister. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> so that is really neat. So my first question is I'm just fascinated with this work because your background is in public administration of 15 years. And all of a sudden, you made this shift over to this, you know, Indigo Waters Therapies Retreat. Um, how, did you, how did you do that? How did you switch careers? Because <laughs> that's a really big, uh, I'll, I'll call it a left turn. So, yes. okay. Yes. So, so how did all that happen? Significant shift. Um, it's a long story, and I'll try to condense it as much as I can, but... Um, I'm a very goal-oriented person, always driven to do, 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 do more, and, you know, um, thoughts of how do I achieve success. So um, when I was in my mid-30s, I went back to school and got three degrees as a single parent and working full-time. Mm -hmm. And so I built a career that I, I was super proud of. Um, I worked in public administration for most of my career and started out in social services and soon realized that and was told that I have a lot of potential for management, supervision, that sort of thing. So I explored that, went to school, got my degrees, and then I started climbing that proverbial corporate ladder, mm -hmm. I guess you would say. Yep. Um, and I was really proud of myself. In fact, in Oh, 2001, I was a third person that was hired to open and activate Stanley Correctional Institution okay. and Chippewa Treatment Facility, which was an amazing, amazing experience. I was a human resource director there. My journey really actually goes back to my childhood. 
Um, I was raised Jehovah's Witness, and I left that religion in when I was 17. And even though that was many, many years ago, that conditioning stays with you, which I didn't realize until I went on this journey. So, you know, I had I did the, the career thing, and I advanced, and I was really proud of that. Um, in 2012, I was offered a promotion that I considered my dream job. And I was to go to Madison um, as an HR director there. I took a week off in between my jobs, and I started experiencing eye pain, loss of vision, imbalance, um, extreme fatigue, and I ignored it. Woke up that Monday to report for my job, and I was blind in my right eye. Wow, okay. I still went to work that day. And so I contacted a local ophthalmologist because I figured, you know, my dad had died of three strokes at a really young age, and I should take this serious. But I made an appointment, of course, later in the day so I wouldn't disrupt my Mm -hmm. employer and was subsequently diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Okay. It was a hard diagnosis to go through, wondering if you're going to get your sight back, wondering if you're going to end up in a wheelchair, what if I go blind in my other eye. So all of the fears and the things that we go through. I worked for a very political organization, and I did not have support for what I was going through. Okay. So I would counsel a lot of people on, you know, the laws, and you take this time for yourself and your health and your family, but I couldn't do it for myself. So I was in complete misalignment with who I was. Not only in I loved my job, but there were aspects of it that, were very against who I am, um, but pushing through it. So I ended up having to take a leave, which turned into long-term leave. And um, for a person like me, this was, I, I, I can't even think of the word, it was detrimental. So you go back to that doer, you're a doer, and now all of a sudden you're kind of, I'll say, on the bench, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're like, I like to do things, and now this, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so how did you... Faced Continue, with possible yeah. going on disability. Right. And in my family, the way I grew up, you did not ask right. for help. Oh, yeah, no, that was no. not that was not acceptable. So it was very feeling of shame to me, mm-hmm. um, and all my dreams were dashed. Um, right. So I was sitting there wondering who I was, what my sole purpose was. I was so connected to that title and the money and all of the ego attachment to Mm -hmm. what I did, that I was lost. I didn't have a clue who I was. So I spiraled spiraled into a very, very deep depression. Okay. I know that there's so many people out there that struggle with this. Unfortunately, it's still stigma in our society, although it's getting better. But what that did was it led me to mindfulness and meditation. Okay. I hooked up with a program and started learning about that, started applying it, and I've been a daily meditator since 2015. But what catapulted me into this Mm -hmm. is I was my mother's power of attorney in 2019, and going through her death, and she she wore a do not resuscitate and had a brain tumor. She wanted this. I knew that, but... Um, that experience of having to make a decision for somebody else's life is really hard. And I saw her struggle to release and to go. I decided at that point that I didn't want to have to experience that someday. Okay. 
And I also received so many um, messages through her spirit connection to answers that, but this is when I started to explore Reiki. So I myself okay. had a session and that just opened me up and I decided I wanted to try this and became Reiki certified and attuned and at all three levels. So I'm a Reiki master teacher now. And then these other modalities came in and probably within six months of that, it's like I I just had this vision in hmm. the shower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As most people do, right? Usually mine come in the shower or when I'm driving. Yeah. You know, when you're mm-hmm. kind of like listening to some music and all of a sudden the, the, everything comes in. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, and, and that brought you pretty much to here. And so my next question is why Eau Claire? Why... Why the Chippewa Valley um, to to do this? Um, you know, this is something you could have done anywhere. Mm-hmm. You could have done in Madison, or um, what ties do you have to the Chippewa Valley that 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 this you know journey brought you here and you're doing it here? Mm-hmm. I've lived in the Chippewa Valley since I think 1999, right? Um, and and so I've been here a long time. But um, three years ago, when I was going down this journey, we lived uh, about 45 minutes away from the Eau Claire area. And I wanted to be closer to this area because of being on this journey. I wanted to not have to drive 45 minutes mm-hmm. several times a week and, and just, just be more connected within the community okay. um, to people that were also doing similar work. And um, so we sold our house and our land and convinced my husband to move here. Okay. Um, that probably took a little bit of a time or no? It was very hard. Oh, yeah. is that okay? Yeah, it was very hard. <laughs> okay. Um, and when I hear sold our land and our house, I'm like, ooh, there's land there. That means maybe your husband liked the land. And oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's retired law enforcement. So, okay. So, you know, he yeah. misses his activities that yep. he could do. Um, but anyways, so when I had this vision of, of creating this, I'll, I'll call it a small wellness center, I do have a grand multi-million dollar vis- vision too. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, it just, it, I think that this particular area has a lot to offer in terms of um, people that are interested in this sort of thing, open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other practitioners in the area, and I call it home. That's really probably okay. the bottom line. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's chat about the mental health, uh, just mental health in the Chippewa Valley. Do you think we'll ever, and so I wrote this question with a little bit of vision, but then I pull it back. So do you think we'll ever get ahead of mental health, um, or will we just continue to reactively manage it? I mean, do you think that down the road, if we create enough awareness and we have enough open-minded people that maybe do have some mental health issues that we can get ahead of it? Or do you think it'll just, it's just something we have to manage as humans? Or what's your thought on that? Oh, that's a deep question. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I think things are getting better. Okay. Um, People are talking about it more. People are understanding it more, um, and the generations are changing that. 
But also what's exciting with what I do is it's considered complementary or alternative okay. medicine, actually. Um, I say therapies uh, because it's not meant to replace traditional medicine. It's meant to complement it. And the doctors and the therapists and psychiatrists, they're, they're starting to learn more about this, and some of them are e- even getting trained in some of this. All right. Okay. Which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's um, that's just going to lead to more acceptance of this type of work. Okay. Um, because it can look elusive to some people when you say energy healing. So, yes, I think that there is going to be a shift. Again, I use the word fascinating because all of this has always been so interesting to me um, just through my adult life. And even down to like the crystals, you know, Mm -hmm. and things like that. But we'll get there. seems like there's a lot of anxiety in the world. Like Mm -hmm. I hear that word all the time. Like I'm a youth coach and I coach eight, nine and 10 year olds. I mean, I'm hearing terms like I have anxiety and I'm and they're nine years old. Mm -hmm. And that concerns me because, you know, that would have never been in our head. You know, what's what's anxiety? I'm not judging anybody that has anxiety obviously you know I I don't know I'm just curious what you're what you're seeing yeah I it's real um but I look at it from a different standpoint I think okay um well I know I do so when somebody's coming to me for services um and I'll use soul realignment for an example they're often coming out of a state of despair they've tried everything Um, all of the traditional things and maybe even some other modalities that Hmm. are alternative. Okay. But things are not shifting or they're not shifting enough for them. And their questions are, you know, they're deep life soul questions. Like, why have I tried to change this all my life and I can't change it? Why? I have everything in life. Why do I feel this way? Right. You know? Yeah. And so my answer to that is when we go against who we are at soul level, we are in misalignment and we create blocks and restrictions and they create negative karmic patterns that just stop us from fully stepping forward into our divinity or into our full human self-expression. And these things can come from current life, situations or relationships where we're taking action against who we are at soul level, or they can come from past lives. Hmm. Um, And they get energetically stuck in our energy body, our subtle body, our auras, um, the etheric field. And they affect us very deeply so when I do soul realignment I'm looking at what is somebody's primary energy center because that are those are the keys to your gifts your divine gifts and your soul purpose and then all of the blocks and restrictions and then there's a soul story so the anxiety the simple answer to that is if you feel bad Mm -hmm. you're in misalignment somewhere Okay. You're in misalignment with who you are at soul level. And so that's the kind of work that I um, okay. deeply go into with the modalities that I do. Wow. that I hope a lot of people listen to this because this is really, really interesting. Um, it's got me thinking 100 miles an hour on doing some more research on this stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So you shared your story. Thank you. You're introducing this into the Chippewa Valley. How has Eau Claire been as a business, as an entrepreneur? Have you been able to, since day one, when you opened your doors, so to speak, to today, have you grown your business? As, so, so tell us real quickly about that. How's business been for you? Yeah, I started out as home-based um, simply because of COVID. So I, I did things out of my home. And this year I decided it's time for me to step forward. And I went on the search to look for space. Okay. Um, and I'm having my grand opening next Friday, the yep, 11th, yep. with the ribbon cutting Ribbon cutting plug. There. Yes. Yep. So I'm super excited about that. I had to do a lot of networking, obviously, to get myself out there and mm-hmm. get people to introduce them, you know, me and them. And also to feel my energy, because that's so important in this kind of work that you connect with someone. Because yeah. this is deep level healing. Yeah, I'm you're learning. I'm learning to, that. You're going to places that you never go yeah. with your doctor. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And so, yes, I would say it has been a steady growth okay uh-huh i'm grateful for it okay um there's always more room for growth but one of my life lessons is balance yes because of that overachiever personality i have i love it so i'm a libra mm-hmm. which means i like balance mm-hmm. that's what i have read anyway yeah i don't know if that's true but i really do i do at the soul at the core i love things like even i can't have like you know, you really mad over here and then the next person I know over here really happy. I got to be, okay, how can we all, you know, just mm-hmm. be even keel here? Mm-hmm. Um, you you joined our chamber, mm-hmm. uh, Chippewa. What drove you to join? Was there anything specific? You know, a lot of entrepreneurs obviously join the chambers in their cities. What drove you to apply and join here? Just We're just curious about that because yeah. this is business matters at the mm-hmm. chamber. So, well. That would be a, one of my answers. Okay, matters. that's right. Um, I would say the number one reason is networking. Okay, good. Um, yeah. It's something that I always had to work on. I'm naturally pretty introverted. Okay. Um, people laugh when I say that, but I like I could spend a lot of time alone in a home by sure. myself. Sure. Even when I was working in my career, my other career, I had to consciously work at networking. And so I knew that this was going to be a really great avenue for me to do that. Um, and to meet people that I needed to meet, uh, not just clients, but connections, connections in the community. Yeah. Uh, I went through all of the, you know, the business plan process um, with SBA and you okay, know, all good. of that. Yeah. Um, but I needed to take it to the next level and make some other connections in the community and Okay. And that's really the reason why I did okay. this. Well, and that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've really defined, you know, anytime I hear entrepreneurs say community connections, bridging relationships, networking, you know, those, those are all byproducts of what we do here. We, we do obviously a lot more than that. You know, a lot of cha- a lot of people have the parties, the the events, and the pageants and parades at, for chambers. But we really here focus on workforce and education and mm-hmm. a lot of other things, and those things that you're talking about. So I think we're we're a very well-rounded chamber in that respect for all all entrepreneurs. Um, so it was really good to hear you say that because that's a value to you mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur and for your business. And you pretty much answered why business matters. I mean. You know, you kind of defined it for us in your in your summary. Um, that's really kind of the ending question is, you know, why business matters. You know, it's really interesting to say the word business with what you do. Yeah. Because 
at least in my mind, because is, is there a notch above business? Because I'm trying to think of, you know, you help people so much. The word business is, I kind of trip up on it. it it's, it's something beyond business, I think. Um, you do a lot of neat things really quickly. Do crystals heal? <laughs> what, what, what is the crystal? I see this a lot in this area and this space of spirituality and the crystals. Real quickly, if you could just share you know, what the, what the value of mm-hmm. the crystals are. Sure. So I'm certified at the advanced level for crystal therapy healing. Okay. There is no science, quote unquote science, that, okay. that shows that. She's making quote uh, <laughs> notations with her hands. That crystals actually heal. Okay. However, if you look at thousands of years of um, people using crystals, you know, in ancient Egypt and Greece and, and hmm. many, many places. Wearing the amulets, um, amethyst was used to ward off drunkenness. Wow. Um, now we're getting into yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's neat. So there's there's a lot of, I guess that would be called anecdotal evidence. Sure, yeah. Um, what I would say about it is I do use them, and I see how they work with people. Okay. And I hear how people feel the energy. And they're very popular now, um, and even the kids are yeah, using them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're coming in, and they're looking for crystals for certain things. So, you know, I kind of liken it. Not only to the energetic qualities of a crystal, um, they are Mother Earth's gifts. Yeah. And they do, like everything, we are all energy with vibration and frequency. So that's how crystals work. It's interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. Wow. People can feel the vibration yeah. on them and in them. I really am the a big believer in the, the magic of music as healing. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a music person, uh, always have been, uh, took to it as a young kid. I don't really play music, uh, instruments per se, but just the ear for music, and I just love it. And that's my therapy. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's for another episode. Uh, so, Kim, thank you, thank you so much. much. Uh, you know, here we are again from the Wind Technology Studio at the Chamber. Our Paragon sponsor, Royal Credit Union, thank you again. Uh, thank you. Thanks to the audience listening to this. I hope you learned something today. And is there anything you'd like to... We have your ribbon cutting coming up next week, tied with like our grand opening, too. I'm just trying to remember. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. right. So the ribbon cutting is 11. 11, yeah. And then... Um, the business will be open with retail crystals and then show you my healing space and okay. talk about the things that I do, um, workshops and trainings and healing sessions and that sort of thing uh, from noon to six. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. I do have a couple of chamber announcements. Of course, we, we're going to plug a few things here. Uh, Momentum Sales Conference is on 222-22. Sales professionals register for that. It's going to be a great day. Uh, the keynote uh, is my brother. Um, so everybody needs to come meet my brother. Uh, and then the Cyber Conference um, is on March 24th. And we have a very neat keynote, but I don't know if I can announce it yet. So we'll hold that. But look for that announcement for the Cyber Conference, uh, Cybersecurity and Technology March 24th at CVTC. That's really going to wrap up Business Matters Episode 4. Again, Kim, thank you for coming into the chamber today and discussing this. Uh, again, I, ho- I hope thousands of people listen to this and they learn and they come talk to you. So Thank you. Thank you so much.